0: Holy shnikes! You look for me, you're having a good time, old sport. hope oh, no. you a very good host,
1: old sport. Sorry, old sport, I thought you knew. Just ask for it, old sport.
2: We only use a fraction of our brain's true potential now. That's when we're awake.
0: When we're asleep, our mind can do almost anything. Such as? Well, imagine you're designing a building, right? You consciously create each aspect. But sometimes it feels like it's almost creating itself, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
3: Yeah, like I'm discovering it.
0: Genuine inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. Now, in a dream, our mind continuously does this. We create and perceive our world simultaneously, and our mind does this so well that we don't even know what's happening.
4: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Power 5 Podcast. We are the podcast that takes a topic and ranks it. I'm your host tonight, C-Dub, the great one, Christian Graver in the house, and we're excited tonight. We're going to be ranking our top five Leonardo DiCaprio films. With me, as always... Ladies and gentlemen, the heartthrob of the show, Mr. Colin Thompson, big C is in the house. We've got Todd the Pod God just coming fresh off a Taylor Swift show. He's got plenty to share, I'm sure. Yes, sir. We've got Kevin the pod father, in the building tonight. Looking like a young Marshall Mathers in the building, sipping coffee at 9 p.m. in their studios. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got a special guest here tonight, which means Todd is off the hot seat. I know he's happy about it. Let's go. But guys, what I'm excited about is is this guy who's our guest tonight. He's straight out of Dawson's Creek from Norris, South Carolina. Legendary stand-up comedian, brother of mine, only guy that's a bigger fan of Leo than I am. It is Hank the Tank. Hank Bates, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on, Hank? Welcome to the Power 5 Pod. How you doing, buddy?
0: Hey, doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on.
4: Absolutely, man. So what was the first thing that came to mind when I said, hey, we're going to record our top five Leonardo DiCaprio flicks? What did you say?
0: Well, I mean, honestly, that that starring role he had in Roseanne as Darlene's classmate was very, you know, I, I had a hard time keeping that out of my number one. But, hey, I'll get to the list later.
4: Wow. Okay. Some deep cuts tonight. I mean, I I thought somebody might say, you know, remember the guy from Growing Pains? No, not Boner. He was the homeless friend named Luke Bauer, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that from the early '90s. And and Colin, don't want to spoil any because we're not getting to it yet. But uh, Critters three. I know that's one of your top five uh, films that have critters in them. Shout out to Dilworth. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, guys, how are y'all feeling about tonight's ranking? Big Leo fans, cue the uh, cue the Celine Dion. Am I right, Colin?
1: Man, I thought we were ranking mm. Ninja Turtles or something. Oh.
4: I didn't
1: realize. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize it was Leo DiCaprio. Right, I thought right. we were ranking Ninja Turtle. Cut,
4: cut his mic. I, <laughs> thought, yes. I thought we I'm were ranking Ninja Turtles. Well, hey, 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 guys. Next episode, I thought we were actually ranking Todd since his new name is Leonardo. I thought we were going to rank. <laughs> That's uh, true. <laughs> just That's top right. five Todd moments. Leo moments.
3: You know, I'm not ranking tonight, but I was glad that you threw out the Critters three because Critters three was an iconic movie growing up as a child of the eighties. Christian, I don't remember Leo. Did he get eaten by the critters?
4: Listen, not one, not two, but three. I mean, if you made it all the way to the third Critters movie, more power to you, Kevin. I actually don't remember. Uh, I'm I'm still asking that question. What or who is eating Gilbert Grape? I've never figured that out. So uh, stick around. Maybe we'll find out tonight.
3: Hey, the critters, when they were like smiling at their victim right beforehand, it was very art the clownish. Yeah, that exactly. was
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So critters <laughs> is different from DJ uh DJ Antime's favorite Christmas movie. That was something else, right? Exactly. <laughs> what was the movie? <laughs> it's like it was it critters?
3: No, yeah. I don't think that, no, that was Gremlins. Gremlins,
4: Gremlins, yes. Critters. Shout out to door.
0: Well, since you brought up teenage mutant oh, ninja out. turtles, I have like a uh, trivia question for you. Was Critters three the movie that Raphael was walking out of the theater in, and the original Ninja Turtles movie?
3: We've got. it I, <laughs> I, actually, I
0: actually huh. don't know. But I actually don't <laughs> you know. But I know up? he he no he was going to see a Critters movie. I can't remember oh, which wow. one it is. That, but feels
4: yeah. like Inception, right now. It's if a that's the it. No we
3: clearly have a, a movie genius on hand with us tonight. <laughs> if he could yeah. just pull something uh, like that out.
4: I think we oh. do, guys. I think we do. He's legendary. Uh, Hank, what's your highest bowling score, just for the listeners out there? Uh,
0: well, a solid 252, but my, oh. my lowest score is probably a solid 36. <laughs> <laughs> so.
4: You got a pretty wide range there, safe to say, but it's all about how they lube the floors. Am I right or am I right?
0: Am I, you are definitely right, my friend. Two fifty two
3: is with gutters too,
0: not uh, gutters.
3: What do you call those things? The gutter. <laughs> the yeah, gutter. I call them gutters. Yeah, gutters, whatever. The problem, what is
0: broke, the problem is, I broke one of them and I had to pay for it afterwards. So, <laughs> okay. but it's well, easily they were just want, they were wanting to make over and they were using my pocket to do it. So,
4: <laughs> well, you know, it's not their fault that you shoved nacho cheese in all the ball holes, but. Uh, <laughs> Hey, that's neither hey, here nor hey, there. That's I'll not told what we're talking you, I, about. Tonight. I told you that
0: in confidence. Okay.
4: <laughs> exactly. You get some
1: nice solid Colin grunts, and whenever you're giving out those bowling scores, did you hear those?
4: <laughs> mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Shut up. Uh, uh,
4: listen, guys. Before we get too much into heartthrobs like Leo, I want to say first of all, I didn't like Leo in Titanic as a heartthrob. I probably didn't start liking him until the early to mid 2000s and he's still been my favorite actor for two decades and when i think about heartthrobs from the female variety todd we know that you just came back from from what is it a taylanta or uh, you just came back uh, yeah, from something like that from a pretty big era's tour todd how are you still still standing have you showered have you slept how are you doing after the taylor swift tour buddy show I mean, us
1: your I bracelet haven't...
4: Where's my t-shirt? I don't have it.
1: <laughs> oh, and I didn't get you a t-shirt I either, figured man. you those, wouldn't, but I appreciate it. Those lines are insane. Man, I'm good. I'm good. Three and a half hours of, of that concert, though. Just her part. Not even including the openers, man. It was wild. I was, what was your What was your favorite song, like, the performance-wise? Man, I love the stuff from the rep era. Oh, yeah. Bad Reputation. Kevin, that's Kevin's favorite, too, right? I don't know. Was that in my top five? <laughs> Did I have that in my
3: top <laughs> No, I he's in no the idea.
4: country, Taylor, and you know it, Todd. Hey, yeah, listen, just
3: to remember, just remember, you said that I think your daughter said that I had the best list out of everybody, correct? Even though I don't listen to her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think she might have said that. Right. But nice. She's Shout delusional. Out.
4: <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Todd's daughter and to himself from an episode of, of years past. I can't remember. That's right.
3: It Aniston that said that? It's Presley. Okay,
1: Presley. Shout out. She's the expert in our family.
4: <laughs> well, at least we got one, Todd. At least we got one. That's right. Well, guys, listen. I'm excited tonight. We're gonna to get into this countdown, um, and we're gonna have the halftime hot seat with Hank to Tank tonight. I know he's excited, uh, guys. I'm gonna kick things off with number five, and we're gonna get into it. Y'all ready to do it? Let's
1: do it. Let's roll. Let's go. Let's do it.
4: No, 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 All right, guys. So we're talking our top five Leonardo DiCaprio movies tonight, and I'm happy to be doing the honors here, kicking us off with number five. For my criteria, it just had to be a movie starring Leo. My favorite actor for the past two decades. So coming in at number five, guys, I don't know. I might catch a little bit of flack for this from my buddy Hank here. But this movie came from 2015, a movie in which Leo had very few speaking lines for over two and a half hours and somehow finally won his first Oscar for it. Some may say that Tom Hardy stole the show. i could not have this on my list because of the significance of leo winning his first oscar the moment i saw him sleeping inside of that dead horse i knew it give the guy the oscar coming in at number five it is the revenant from
1: 2015 guys to kick things off coming out strong there i love the pick thank you todd
3: Never seen it, but you really? instantly Never? instantly got me excited when you said sleeping inside a dead horse. I mean, I instantly thought Brad Pitt and Troy or something like that, but
4: man, how about
3: that, dude? I haven't I thought, seen it either. Yeah, you
4: haven't? Wow. really? You know, this wow. is what I will say. Hank's going to have his rebuttal here in a second. I thought Kevin was going to say he doesn't speak for two and a half hours. I'm going to watch this movie. I can't wait. Silent film. <laughs> it's going to be great. Hank, what are your thoughts on the pick, buddy?
0: Well, I mean, I think you hit it right there is, um, I think it's a great movie, but, and he, I think that they finally had to give him an Oscar for this because I mean, they kind of like screwed him over so many more times, uh, with a lot of movies, which we'll kind of talk about as the night goes on. But like you said, Tom Hardy sold the show in this movie. And, um, uh, I'm trying to remember who was the young guy that was in the movie that was with Tom Hardy. Um, uh,
4: he was that young kid from where uh, we're the Millers. I forget his name, but yeah, you know, like, I mean yeah, he was good. Honestly,
0: too. him and him and Tom Hardy, I felt like really their rebuttal back and forth during the flick. I thought that kind of like stole the show, and uh, Leo was great. I think they had to give him an Oscar because they messed him up so many times. But yeah, I just it's not one of my favorites.
4: That's it's, okay, Hank. That's okay, and that's why I put it on there uh, just to start you off the gate, get you fired up a little bit, but. You know, Leo getting inside of a dead horse, he will go to uh, any odds to win an Oscar. And that is for sure. So, Hank, what you got coming at number five, buddy?
0: Oh, number five. I've got one of the most underrated movies of Leo's career, but really one of the most underrated movies of the last 15 years, in my opinion. I've got Body of Lies. Uh, Body of Lies is a great story. Um, You got great acting in this movie. You had Russell Crowe. Um, You had a bunch of other actors that my mind's kind of going blank, but, you know, not some that you're like, oh, who's that guy? But they've been in a lot of flicks. But this movie was amazing. And it's one of those movies that I still enjoy watching to this day. You had great story. Um, He's basically a CIA agent in the Middle East when all that's going on in like Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, You had great acting with Crow and Leo, but Leo obviously stole the show in this um, but you also had a great director in Ridley Scott. So yes. I think this movie gets seriously underrated for how good it really is.
4: I, I love the pick and it's going to come back on my list. Um I don't know that a lot of people caught it. It didn't do as great as most Leo flicks do in the box office. It it definitely surpassed the budget, but it was still like a, a one hundred and fifty range, I think, box office. But you said it, man. I mean, Russell Crowe and Leo, two thousand eight, Ridley Scott, Mister Alien himself. I mean, man, talking about the one scene where they basically create a fake terror organization, right? So when remember when he's in that cave yes. and he's basically being yeah. filmed. And they're going to basically like torture him and kill. I mean, like they took it to some extremes and uh man talk about a great flick, man. Love that coming in on the list there. Body of lies. Anybody Do else you other it?
1: seen it? I haven't seen it. I haven't
4: put it on, put it on the list, fellas. Body of lies.
0: That De- definitely. I was trying to sit here and like, think of the other actors you had. like um, Oscar Isaac actually was in that for a brief bit. I forgot that he was in it. You know, his career is kind of launched today with moonlight and, obviously the star
4: Wars flicks. So, Oh yeah, that's right. You had a
0: young, you had a young Oscar Isaac in that book.
4: So love that pick, man. Love that pick. Well, you know, two Leo diehards and now a guy like Todd who, uh, you know, interested to see what's on your list here, buddy, what you got at number five.
1: Yeah. So my criteria is had to be a movie that I've actually seen, which is limited to five. So, <laughs> so I'll write the five movies that I've seen. Interesting, though, uh, as I was looking at them, all of my movies, with, with the exception of one, uh, fall within the time period of 2010, 2015. So I guess that was a Leo sweet spot for me. Um, I'm going to go at number five right here. Uh, I'm going to go with a 2013 movie uh, <clears throat> directed by Martin Scorsese. Um, man, I'm going to go Wolf of Wall Street. Uh you know, memes galore, and I hope uh picking this movie doesn't get me fired from my job. Uh, because uh, this movie also set a Guinness record for the amount of swear words in a, in a film, uh, I think it said like a 2.81 per minute. So, what were some of those, Todd? Uh, I don't know, that's poppycock, yes, <laughs> oh. but man, just a, a, a great movie, uh, based on. Uh, a twenty-seven, two 2007 memoir uh, by the same name uh, recounts Jordan Belfort's career as a stockbroker in New York City and how his firm uh, was involved in all kinds of corruption So, uh, and eventually led to his downfall. So good, good stuff there at number five for me, Wolf of Wall Street. Love the pick. It, it's going to come back. I mean, it's hard to believe it's been a
4: decade. It's pretty much what launched Margot Robbie's career shout out um and it also had coach taylor mr kyle chandler which is why i know colin was there christmas day with the family to see that wholesome family film am i right colin all right,
3: right. Kyle chandler. was that <laughs> seriously sure. a christmas release
4: it was i believe colin and dustin saw it together yeah charlie yeah. Oh how
1: about a that cast out? though you how about that cast you got leo you got jonah, yeah, jonah, jonah hill, hill margot, margot robbie Ray. matthew mcconaughey kyle chandler rob reiner john favreau i mean dude just (laughs) loaded
0: was it the mcconaughey thing (laughs) yeah that's it all
2: right so criteria for me obviously very similar to everyone else had to have seen it um you know i am a big leo guy like i feel like he is probably top 10 you know favorite actors I was a little surprised at the slim pickings I had to choose from, Uh, and I I think that that is partly on me. I think that there's probably some stuff I haven't seen, didn't feel like it was in my wheelhouse, but I don't feel like he's quite got the volume that some of the other top 10 warranted folks have. Uh,
3: So anyways, we'll get to it. I'll probably Can I make take... a prediction, real quick, before sure. you get so before you get going? Speaking of movies in your wheelhouse, we know that you kind of stay right there in that lane. You're not going outside of the box too much. I would like to make a prediction that Jay Edgar winds up in your top five, just simply because that is that is your prime spot. Just throwing that out there. Mark the tape.
2: Mark the tape.
3: <laughs> Mark the tape tape, tape is
2: marked. All right, number 5. I'll probably take some heat for this. I don't know, we'll see if it's on any other list. I am going at number 5, The Titanic. And here's why. At that point in time, it was probably the biggest movie event that I can recall. Like I guess I was 10 when it came out in 97. So like it it was the first like non-kids movie that was a really big deal. Um, so, uh, I'm going Titanic number five, solid movie. Haven't seen it in probably 10 or 15 years, uh, but bring on the heat. Let's hear it.
4: Well, is it safe to say that, you know, friend of the pod, Brant best still has the two VHS set collection of that movie because of the, uh, the painting drawing scene. Is what that, did Brant
3: say? He used to wear the second VHS <laughs> wear it tape out. out. Shout out. Shout out, Brant. <laughs> Uh, hey bad. listen you're not getting any hate from me it's one of the first movies Colin very similar but it's one of the first movies I remember going to the theaters twice to see it
4: but did you guys know Leo wasn't even supposed to be in that movie right it was uh river phoenix it was supposed to be his role and they were supposedly hanging out him and Leo um, and by the way. and peace actually and I believe he died before it happened right Hank
0: yes yeah, I was going to say
4: you—you you had some intel on that. I remember you were—you uh, were nine or ten at the time as well, and uh, just a little boy. Never knew what you were about to see. A couple of icebergs. Yeah, that's that's
0: <laughs> that's very true. I remember uh, I remember my dad getting a uh, serious talking to from my mom from that movie when she found out about it because him and I went to go see it together. And well, uh, you know, it's a coming up and says I, father and <laughs> son
3: bonding like Titanic, right?
0: Exactly. That's, uh It was very. Uh, very awkward, but hey, I remember seeing it at the uh, the colony. The throwback, a name oh, and, uh, for some Easley Pete. That's uh, a shout out. Hey, shout out. Yes, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame you because uh, Colin for putting that on your list. Because I mean, it's one of the top grossing movies of all time. I mean, I think if you compared it now to inflation, I think it's ranked up there in, uh top three, maybe as first movie as, to like, a billion. wow, nice. Um,
4: yeah. And, and I mean, it was Jimmy Cameron, right? So, I mean, you got to show that guy some love. He's the only guy that could get Johnny Drama a film, right?
0: Hey, we, we can only, we, we need more drama in our life. So,
4: victory. Hey, good pick, Colin. We're not going to hate on you because you're talking about an iconic movie. Now, I didn't like him back then because I was a hater, because he was just a good looking, blonde headed little kid just doing his thing. T's and peas. He did die in that movie. Uh but hey Colin much respect. Oh whoa, whoa what <laughs> what's he done? <dead? laughs> sorry Todd, sorry. I, <laughs> I know you only watch five but I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for you buddy. All right, good good round there. Let's go guys. No, no number all four. All right, coming in at number 4 guys. The pick has already been listed uh, by Todd the Pod God. It is a uh, 2013 2013- where our boy uh, plays Jordan Belfort in the Martin Scorsese flick, The Wolf of Wall Street, the movie best known for Quaaludes. That's where I really started learning about that. Uh, <laughs> you talk about Jonah Hill, Matthew McConaughey, Coach Taylor, Kyle Chandler, Margot Robbie, you name it, great cast, three-hour flick, You know, very long, his most explicit. Here's what I will say. I was talking to a buddy about this movie the other day, and we both said the first time you see it, you kind of feel like, oh like you feel bad you're like oh you know they're throwing little people on the wall and they're doing all this crazy stuff and then the more times you watch it the more you come desensitized to how bad it was and you're like you know what that wasn't so bad you know like we could we could (laughs) it's still bad but um i do remember the one scene at the end spoiler alert uh when (laughs) leo and jonah hill are on the boat, right? And they're in the middle of that big storm, and he's like, I'm not gonna die so Where are the lewds? I just like my most memorable scenes are him like crawling out of the car on lewds, being in a boat on lewds. Just a great family film about lewds. Coming at number four it's The Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs>
1: I read some commentary about that movie and they were saying that Jordan Belfort said, Yeah, most of it was accurate, but the drug use was like way more intense than what they portrayed in the movie. He's like, No, no, no. <laughs>
4: yeah, that was him <laughs> taking it lightly. <laughs> right. <laughs> this has to be real. I'm a method actor. All right, Hank, what you got it for, buddy? At four,
0: I've got a surprising pick. I don't know, maybe on some people's list, because he's not technically the star of this movie, but I've got Django and Chain.
4: How about that? So-
0: Leo is actually a supporting actor or supporting character in this movie, but there's no if, and, or buts about it. Leo stole the show in this flick as Calvin J. Candy. I mean, Uh, his character in this movie was just, I mean, you can sit there, you're like, man, this guy, like you hate him. But at the same time, you're like, this is amazing acting, what he's doing. Cause I mean, he was, in fact, I believe if you watch the scene, where he like slams his hand on the table and he like cuts his hand on the glass. He actually really cut his hand on the glass and he kept filming. Like he just kept acting in the scene and Tarantino, everybody's like looking like his hands like bleeding. He's got like this, I think he had to get stitches and everybody's like, Oh my gosh, what do we do? What do we do? Tarantino is like, keep rolling, keep rolling. And (laughs) he pulls off one of the greatest scenes that you've ever seen from, like, an actor. I mean, it is just amazing. In fact, I think they said the entire set, like, gave him a standing ovation for it because it's just – it's iconic. But the thing about it is, is you can entertain the argument that this is some of his greatest acting in this movie. The character, he really gets into it. I mean, Jamie Foxx was great in this movie. Don't get me wrong. Christoph Waltz, amazing as Dr. Schultz. The guy was hilarious. But DiCaprio was outstanding. And to kind of go with a Dave Portnoy rating scale, you can argue that Leo took this movie from a 5.7 to a
2: 7.5. Hey, Fred, <laughs> <Nice>. shout out.
4: <laughs> Love that pick there. A great movie, man. Definitely had it tossed it around on my list there probably in the top 10. Uh like you said, I mean it's the infamous meme, the face, right? The the Leo face from Django Chain, you know, that like that little classic little smirk. Uh yeah. but but you said it, man. I mean crazy flick, Jamie Fox, Christoph Waltz, but uh yeah, Leo, man. That's a great pick. Off the grid. Off
3: the grid. That was grid. number 4, y'all. Hank still got 3 to go. And that was some pretty passionate.
4: <laughs> look,
3: yeah, Tarantino uh, criticism okay. right there, man. That was
1: good stuff. Love it, nice Todd. Time. I hope you got better, buddy. Let's go. I don't know if I can follow that, but uh, I'll go with the movies that I have seen. I'm gonna go with number four, Great Gatsby, for me. This movie gets it's very polarizing. Lots of people loved it. Lots of people hated it. Uh, lots of criticism, but it just really captures the essence of the Roaring Twenties. You got Leo. You got Tobey Maguire. You got Isla Fisher. And it's based on a 1925 novel by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Um, and the movie came out in 2013. But what y'all think about that? Great Gatsby. It's probably not on Christian or Hank's list, but, you know, uh, hey, I'll take it hey, at number four. Hey, hey lots, of fashion, sport.
3: lots of fashion for Colin in that movie.
1: I was I'll hold say, my thoughts. <laughs>
4: I was going to say it reminded me of a, a Colin movie where he's just throwing his rich polos off the, the balcony. Yeah. You know? <laughs> A real Robin Hood of sorts. I liked what he said, old sport, but he old was rather sport. creepy in that movie. Like I, I did not see it in 3D because that was weird. But um, I like anything, Leo, even though I remember that movie just not being the Leo that I prefer. You know, my Leo is usually wearing a tuxedo t-shirt and that kind of stuff. But um, hey, teach us. own.
2: All right. Number four for me, it's a, uh, a repeat. We've already had it. I'm going Wolf of Wall Street here. This is not um, typically a movie that it's definitely not my my style of humor, but there are a couple parts in the in the movie that can't be mentioned here that uh, led to some some pretty good laughter. Um, So, uh, again, not not my kind of, of humor, but Wolf of Wall Street number four.
4: Love the pick. Not his type of humor. Mark the tape. His type of humor is when a la Rachel McAdams pretends to grow hair under her armpits and we all get a little tickle out of it.
3: <laughs> hey, she's coming back. She's coming back.
4: <laughs> That's what she said. That's what all she right, said. guys. Let's, uh, I'm just going to go with my number, three. number Lies from 2008. three. Hank the Tank stole the show with that. It is number five. It's Ridley Scott. And it comes in my top three. Now, I told you guys, only Hank. He's the bigger leo fan than i am but leo's my favorite actor so for body of lies to make it into a top three is pretty huge that must mean two and one are going to blow you away uh but guys he plays a cia agent partners up with russell crowe i just remember russell crowe has this accent he's like hey buddy you want a little couscous and he's like he's got this accent and then leo's Uh, here we know all
0: about it bad buddy
4: he calls him buddy. I mean, that's his name. But um, uh, <laughs> what does he say? That one one line. Me and Hank always talk about. It wasn't food, right, Hank?
0: It was a des- it was a dessert pastry.
4: <laughs> so they're doing this like dessert drop in the middle of the desert of Iraq or something. And and, and Leo has like it's like a most serious line, but it's like it wasn't food. It was a dessert pastry and me and Hank have been saying this for the past like 15 years so shout out Absolutely. my coming in at number three. Hey, shout out
0: there's actually a scene in that movie I'm trying to remember exactly what's happening to Leo but he's like going through some serious stuff in the Middle East and the whole time Russell Crowe's just in America enjoying his life everything's nice he's at his kids soccer games but there's like one scene where Leo's kind of going through it and you see Russell Crowe is, like, basically helping his kid out of bed. His kid, like, wet the bed, and he's, like, helping him with that while Leo's over there, like, with terrorist threats and everything going on. And then (laughs) there's, like, another scene where he's just, like, eating cereal on his boat, and Leo's getting shot at. (laughs) All these things, so. It's
4: the tale of two cities. All right, Hank, what you got at number, number three, buddy?
0: Number three, one of my favorite Leos flicks actually, catch me if you can. This is there we an outstanding, go, outstanding, outstanding flick, outstanding <laughs>
4: crossover with Tommy um, Hanks, Frank epic you know. That,
0: that's right, that's right. Based on a real guy, and I can't believe like that guy like did all this stuff that you see Leo do in this movie. It's like incredible. That guy was an intelligent dude, even though he was technically a criminal. But you're kind of rooting for him the whole time. But You know, I'll mention another movie that I'll come back to later when we kind of do honorable mentions, but that movie is Gangs of New York. And Gangs of New York was kind of the movie for myself and I think for a lot of people. It was the movie that made me realize, hey, this dude is not just a lame heartthrob from Titanic. He can actually act. Um, But this movie, Catch Me If You Can, gets lost in the shuffle because it came out right about the same time as Gangs of New York. So... I think you had a lot of people didn't really see this flick because it was kind of the same time period. And speaking of myself, I didn't see it because at the time I wasn't really a Leo fan. I didn't see this movie maybe five or six years after it came out. I think I watched it on TNT when it came on one night. But this movie just blew me away. I mean, it's a great story. I'm trying to remember if Spielberg uh, directed this movie or not. But uh, great flick, great story, great acting. Tom Hanks was great. Um, I would say if I saw this before I saw Gangs in New York, this would have been the movie that would have made me take him serious as an actor. But um, now it's one of my favorite movies to watch when I'm just kind of, and it's, you know, it's one you can watch with the whole family. It's a great movie.
4: Hey, let me just ask, for those who haven't seen it, did they catch him?
0: Yes and no. I mean, technically they do, but.
4: You you said too much.
0: Yes, I did. Spoiler alert. Very
4: nice. Spoiler alert. Tom Hanks was the bad guy the whole time. Oh. Oh. Great
3: movie. Great movie. Came in at number two on my Tom Hanks list, Hank. So I know you – I know it's uh, a
1: fantastic movie for sure. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. Love it. Love it. All right,
1: guys. Number three for me. I'm going to go with a movie that the first time I saw it, man, I left so confused. I'm going to go with Inception. Uh, Man, what a great movie from 2010 – uh made 836 million dollars. Uh Tom Hardy was also in this this flick with him. Uh several movies they're in together. But the movie's about a thief with the ability to enter people's dreams and steal secrets from their subconscious. What I mean so wild. It's not like not one of those movies you can sit on the on the couch and like be checking Facebook or scrolling through Instagram or whatever. You got to pay attention during this movie because you're going to be so lost and uh Fun fact here, Brad Pitt Pitt and Will Smith were both offered this role before and both turned it, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. So I'm going to go with Inception at number three for me.
4: How about that? I I didn't know about Will Smith or Brad Pitt. I mean, obviously this was fit for Leo. That's a new one for me too. Yeah, and and obviously Hank and I, I mean, everyone on this freaking show in the world loves Christopher Nolan. He can do no wrong. Oppenheimer coming out this July. Let's go ahead and get our tickets. Cillian Murphy. You know, obviously any Nolan flick is going to be like that. My question is, is the little top still spinning? You know, I remember at the end of that and, and still seeing that little thing spinning uh, back from 13 years ago. Um, but, you know, the thing that I'm still not sure about, you know, Inception, the whole concept was crazy. Um, you know, I remember Ellen Page was in it and and now it's Elliot Page when I check Wikipedia. So I'm just still confused about that. Maybe we'll uh, we'll find out more about that. What do you know about that, Kevin? Shout out. Shout
3: out. I do remember Inception being completely confused, and if I had to rank tonight, it was going to make my top five. But I was prepared to say I have no idea what the movie was about.
4: I mean, no need, right? I mean, it's just it's just beautiful cinema. If you can leave perplexed, that's an experience, Kevin. That's an emotional roller coaster that you were willing to ride.
3: <laughs> hey, it is what it is it? It is. Am I right? It's,
4: it is obviously. Yeah, obviously. Well, it's it's exactly what TikTok. it is. Shout out just to saying. West Creek Ranch. <laughs>
2: we deal in reality here so no inception oh, on this list okay um, All right, Edgar, go, here we come going with number three um it seems like the the my co-hosts have mixed feelings on this one, but I'm very confident in The Great Gatsby at number three. Uh, I thought it was a great movie, um, you know, a little different, but I loved it. Um, I thought Leo was great in it. Good supporting cast, uh, like Todd mentioned, uh, and a phenomenal soundtrack, Little Lana Del Rey. Hey, Christian, you there? Hey,
4: I respect, yeah. respect on that one. Uh, yeah, you could say the soundtrack was great, as well
2: so yeah that's it greg gatsby number three man i love the pick
4: i respect the pick i mean it's it's probably in the top 10 i just i couldn't whittle it into the five but you know one thing i will say is is the soundtrack with the roaring 20s uh todd when when you were talking about that earlier like i just hear like this like really crappy old music so lana del rey put a nice spin on it and i remember i actually think i like toby Maguire in it a little better like he was just so soft spoken. you know spider-man spider-man yeah i mean maybe that's what i liked maybe there was one female in it that she threw it off for me what's her name hank Carrie, somebody she was in the wall i was, trying, movie. To,
0: I was trying to look it up but i don't like her the, she kind of yeah, ruined
4: it was... for me like you can put a co-star or a female in a movie or a male, but it doesn't matter. Um, Elliot Page, shout out. uh but like either way, whoever Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan, Mulligan, I do not like her. And so she kind of threw this flick out of the top five for me. Shout out to Carrie. Sorry. You know
0: who actually not not stole to the Carrie. show? <laughs> who actually stole the show in that movie was Joel Egerton.
4: Dude, Joel I Egerton about was him.
0: Joel Egerton was the best actor in that movie. I mean, and that's I mean, you can make the argument for Toby. Because it kind of like, you know, helped him kind of, you know, get back. And him and Leo are best friends in real life. So it was kind of their buddy flick to get the dude together. But, uh, you know, I mean, to me, Joel Egerton was the best actor in that movie.
3: Hey, don't forget about Isla Fisher.
4: Shout out, Wedding Crashers. There it is. Lock it up.
0: Oh, I forgot. I forgot she was in that.
4: Yeah, she must have stole the show. (laughs) <laughs> well guys you know what time it is uh time for todd to sit back and like hey. the sign on his wall be grateful tonight because he has nothing to do he can Here chill for two minutes but he Hank can the tank. for
1: those two minutes hey
3: halftime hot <laughs> brought brought to you the listener by yours truly kw todd the pod god is off off tonight and then we've got hank the tank on it we got two minutes on the clock christian are you running the clock for us tonight buddy
4: yeah, I'm going to run the clock for us tonight. Let me get a little two-minute action on here, a little timer action. All right. All right, two minutes already. Hank, are you ready, more importantly? I'm I'm ready. Let's All do top this.
3: Top-of-the-mind stuff. Let's get it going. Here we
4: go. In pew, pew. three, two, one, go. All right, Hank,
3: give it to me. You like Moe's or Chipotle better?
4: Moe's.
3: All right, give me the most you'd pay for a Taylor Swift concert ticket. Here we go again. Define glizzy, Hank. Define Liz, glizzy. Glizzy
0: fantastic. I don't know.
3: Would you rather never have coffee again or never have soda again?
0: Uh, never have coffee. I hate coffee.
3: How often do you pick your nose?
0: Every minute.
3: Ooh, your band name is the color of your shirt and the last thing you ate. What's your band name? Uh, Navy Salad. How do you feel about Myrtle Beach? Love it. I say Rachel McAdams. You say
0: Ryan Gosling.
3: What did they call the lady that brought toilet paper to the party?
0: Uh, Ivanka Trump. I don't know.
3: party. No party pooper. Oh, what's your favorite <laughs> shave ice flavor combo? Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with grape and raspberry
3: all right would you rather wear a size nine shoe or have a size nine fitted hat
0: uh size nine fitted hat my feet huge
3: say a <laughs> line from tommy boy
0: holy shnikes tommy want we
3: i say Dilworth. you say i say, say it Dilworth, again you say legend oh I, I like that hey who would you like to give a shout out to
0: uh i'm gonna give a shout out to my two boys uh simon and henry if you're listening to this go to bed
3: what's the best product west creek food makes
0: i don't have i don't recall ever eating anything from west creek oh you so. have
3: christian you want to share uh that would be the ranch. shout That's out right. one more shout question out. five seconds hey favorite musician
4: uh Led Zeppelin.
3: all right last one what does the fox say
4: <laughs> let's go. Right, job, Hank <laughs> legendary, legendary. Man,
1: sign him up every week. He was way better than me. That was fun, man.
4: Absolutely. Nice Love job, it. buddy. Nice Love job.
1: Very nice.
4: That was a great job there. Legendary deal works. Shout out. All right, guys, let's get back into it. Number, number two. two. All right, guys. Coming in at number two for me, you know, this is where these two. Uh, they've been in my top, you know for the past decade or more. Um, and this number two one, we've already mentioned it, but it's from 2010. It's a Christopher Nolan. Yeah, that Christopher Nolan, the Batman, you know it. It's It's inception, guys. Did I see it? Did I not? Uh, is this whole thing a movie? How can we know for sure? tom hardy you know that's when he was sort of like a baby face on the scene and now he's everyone's favorite bad boy who talks like this and you can't understand him uh but what about joseph gordon levitt how about a shout out to jgl man maybe the most underrated character in that flick uh one of me and hank's uh famous crushes right hank um that's right love jgl i already mentioned uh ellen not elliot page what what a flick, man! Uh, oh, let's not forget Michael Caine, right? Everyone's favorite Alfred.
3: Hey, is that uh, that's right? Right,
1: that's that's Mister Wayne's <laughs> Butler. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ladies and gentlemen, number two is Inception. On Waller. a scale of one to
1: ten, how confused were you when you first saw it?
4: Well, I was going through something at the time, Todd, a girl and I had broken up. So, uh, no, but actually the movie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, actually I was, I think I was confused, but Hank and I, did we not see it multiple times in the first weekend? Like I want to say we at least saw it two or three yeah. times. So like, I yeah. got it. I yeah. got it. After I'll
0: add, I'll add, yeah. I'll actually come back to that on the, cause that's on my list too. Okay. No spoilers. Wanna, no, no spoilers, but that, uh, and I actually have an answer for the, uh, for the uh, spinning uh, totem at the end, too.
1: So, All right. We'll, we'll stay tuned, then. That's a solid pick. But, I mean, he's been on, what, my list, your list, Christian. So, was it on Colin's list, right? No. No, no, he oh, no. Deals he only deals reality. on the reality. That's right.
4: Three,
0: Christian, we saw that three times in theaters. Am I, am I right?
4: Three times, yes, in the yeah. span. Maybe not all in the same weekend, but definitely three times mm-hmm. overall.
0: No, no, I mean, yeah,
4: I was thinking we saw it three times and then obviously bought it the day it came out. So I forgot it. Um, Hold on, hold on, ladies Uh and gentlemen. Uh, Blu ray on Blu ray. Hey, one more, hold on. Body of Lies, Blu ray. If anyone still has access to a Blu ray, let me know because I don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the movie made 836 million, and y'all were like 810 of that or what.
4: At Pretty least, much, yeah. At least, yes.
3: That
1: or, did or, or did it? Or did it, it? that much. It's oh. Like Avatar
4: Two, really?
0: Should... Question <laughs> is: Did Michael Scott ever see it? Is what I want to know because we never knew if Michael really saw it.
4: <laughs> That's true. Shout out to Ridley Scott.
0: <laughs>
4: All right, Hank, what's your number two, buddy?
0: Uh, my number two is. Uh, I think uh, I have a sneaky suspicion that this will be on your list, but my number two is The Departed. The Departed is without a doubt the greatest plot in cinematic history. I mean, the plot wow. is a masterpiece. It was incredible. Um, it's one of those stories, I think, when you want... There it is. Where's the poster is what I want to know. Where's the poster? <sighs> this guy has actually got yeah. a like 10-foot tall... Canvas.
4: So, uh, a movie theater quality canvas of The Departed that Hank and I went into the office at the Easley Movie Theaters and asked the the owner the manager if we could have it after the film had left its run and uh was, one of us one of us has it somewhere i i don't know
0: yeah i'm about to say it was a great so they just uh, gave it
3: to you
4: Yep, yeah, popped it up thirty dollars maybe
3: okay
0: yeah it was something like that but yeah i mean it i what's crazy is is i actually never saw this movie in theaters believe it or not I didn't see it till it came out. I remember renting it when I was in Clemson at a little video store I used to rent from over there, and I remember watching it. And this movie just blew me away. And I think I told Christian about it, and we ended up watching it the next day. But this is one of those stories that you have no idea what's going to unfold scene to scene, and you can—I um, want to say—you can make the argument. I mean, it's true. There's four Hall of Fame actors on this list. In this movie, Uh, you can make an argument for five if you want to include Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch in that list. But four Hall of Fame actors and Jack Nicholson, um, you had Alec Baldwin, Matt Damon and Martin Sheen in this. And Leo stole the show from all of them. I mean, Leo was just the guy in this movie without Leo in this movie. This is a top 75 movie with Leo. It's a top 10 all time. I mean, and the fact that he didn't win an Oscar for this flick, it still blows me away. It's crazy. I mean, it was, I mean, the ending, which no spoiler alerts, when I saw the ending, I never forget the first time I was like, what just happened? Because you have no idea.
4: Well, did you guys know? So, you know, shout out to Leo, Billy Costigan Jr. There was a rumor there was going to be a sequel despite all of the deaths at the end, but Scorsese actually scrapped it. Uh, probably for the best um it was supposed to be on
0: mark Wahlberg's character
4: i believe you yeah yeah but he was busy right doing a transformers flicks or something
3: uh, yeah probably. i just check this out i remember watching the departed obviously I'm not a rewatcher, so i couldn't tell you much about the movie i do remember wondering what the heck just happened at the very very <laughs> end but didn't know this just check this out uh it's a remake of a 2002 hong kong film called infernal affairs and it's also loosely based on the real life boston winter hill gang what y'all know about that colin didn't know that infernal
4: af- he infernal only-
3: affairs sounds like a show that colin watches on showtime
4: yeah starring <laughs> joshua jackson that's right claire
1: danes shut up <laughs> Yeah, man, that's tough to follow I, all this commentary on these movies. I feel like uh, so inadequate because I feel like I'm like, yeah, I saw it; it was good. Um, should me and Hank number- get a
4: room and just do our own private pod? Or how I mean,
1: do? it would make sense. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm cool with that. La-
4: leaving
0: the house now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two for me. I'm gonna go uh, Titanic. Man, this is such an iconic movie. I had to put it on the list. Uh, I can remember. Uh, sitting in the movie theater after this was over. It seemed like it was four hours long. It wasn't, but it seemed like it was. Um, but I remember sitting there and thinking like, man, the gravity of just thinking about this is a real event that happened. And all these people that died. It was so morbid, but, but it was like an impactful thing. You know, I, I remember, remember that. Um, and I also am very up, upset because there was room for for Jack on that raft, and she didn't have to let him die. But that's beside the Agreed, point. Agree,
4: Todd. I, we are team Todd on that one because that was how rude, right? how rude. I, I, don't, I mean,
0: I don't care what MythBuster says; he could have got on me. That.
1: That's right. 100%.
4: Listen, listen. You know, and, and it was funny as Todd reminds me of the meme when Rose is like, "Oh," and she's like, "It's been eighty-four years." That's how Todd was at the end of the movie. He was like, oh, yes. it's been 84 years. He started <laughs> growing hair at the end of that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, those were yeah. cold nachos in that hand, right? <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> How bad did you hate Billy Zane in that movie? Oh, a whole lot. I mean, hated it, the the such, awesome. such a villain. Billy
4: Zane, if you could recast him today with a newer actor, who would it be?
3: Mm. Miles Teller? I'm just kidding uh seth rogan and he (laughs) destroys (laughs) seth rogan in a boxing match
4: Elliot, i'll allow it (laughs) listen i do have to say one thing though is uh back to the last pick about martin scorsese how about leo and scorsese this year killers of the flower moon a new three and a half hour flick uh coming i think in october apple plus and in theaters man so get your popcorn ready fellas Interesting. Mm. All
2: right, number two for me. <clears throat> I'm going the departed. Not a lot to cover here that hasn't been covered already, but it is a great movie. Um, I love some some cop gangster type movies. Uh and the the departed absolutely nails it. Um actually watched it this weekend, as a matter of fact. Uh hey, hey. Had, had been a while since I saw it, needed to dial hey. it up. Uh so the departed, number two.
4: Love it. Respect, Colin. I don't even care what else is on your list. You got The Departed in your top five movies. You're all right with me, brother. Love that. All right. Number number one. one. All right. Well, here we are, guys. We did it. Another impossible task taken on by the Power Five pod. We've gotten from five to one. And there was only one for me from the jump, guys. And it's already been said. So without further ado, number one is The Departed. It's Martin Scorsese. It's Leo. It's Damon. It's Wahlberg. It's Baldwin. You know, I'm surprised nobody got shot on the set of the departed. Um, uh, because Alec Baldwin was there. I heard things were getting a little rusty. Uh, shout out, Alec Baldwin, rust. Um shout out. <laughs> but what a what a great movie. Billy Costigan Jr. What's that one song, Hank? There's so many songs in this movie. Um, I personally didn't like the female lead, Vera Famarga or whatever her name is, you know her, the real Boston woman who Leo starts flirting with and Damon yeah, they kind got she's she's a creepy actress I mean, she's creepy I but know. what's what's the song is it uh is it the rolling stones beast of burden or now, aren't there some there's some good music in this flick right like some classic 70s rock yeah. is it jimmy hendrix maybe too or long the watchtower i'm trying to think there's some really good yeah i'm
0: about to say there was some i no no, no it's two. uh
4: give me shelter oh. that's the song by the it's like by the stones. rolling stones yeah that's the one i'm gonna play it behind this so people know what the heck i'm talking about um but there's some really good music in that man billy costigan jr so many good lines that can't be said because it's a real boston crime flick of 06 where you can say whatever you want hey those firefighters up in that tree hey how's your to mother this day,
0: yeah, i still hate still to this day i still hate firefighters yeah what can i hey, say how's
4: your mother my father <laughs>
0: number one is one that has been on everybody's list but i'm putting it number one for two words uh, my number one is inception and two words why it's number one it's a cinematic masterpiece in fact if you go on imdb for top movies of all time this is leo's top ranking movie on that list believe it or not um, I'm trying to remember, I think on IMDb, it's like number 14 all time, if I'm not mistaken. But this movie, I remember the first time I saw it, going back to what Christian talked about, I was confused. I didn't know what just happened. I didn't even I wasn't even sure if I was really at a theater. I kind of questioned reality. And I looked at Christian. I said, OK, we're coming back the next day unless I wake up right now or something. And we did. We ended up going back the next day, to the first show. That was showing I think in Greenville and watch this movie again and I remember we both walk out of the theater and we said the same thing dude they were on the van the whole time and we looked <laughs> at each other and we're like wait a minute they're on the plane the whole time
4: right So
0: it's like, I'm all still these not sure lore. I
4: gotta go back and watch it
0: but you said you wonder if the totem is like does it fall because mm-hmm. they kind of leave you hanging at the end Michael Caine actually answered this in some type of Comic-Con or something, people ask him, like, is the ending real, or is he just, is Dom dreaming? And Michael Caine gives away a hint. He says, if you watch the movie, all the parts that Michael Caine is in, Dom is not dreaming. Mm. So it's actually reality. So all the parts that Michael Caine in, is in is reality. But any that? of the parts he's not in... so." Nolan doesn't ever really give the answer to it. He kind of gives, you know, if ands, or buts. But JGL, like you said, I thought this kind of like kind of repaved the way for his career. He had a few before this that kind of helped him get this part. But I think this movie helped him land some big budget movies. Like 50-50
4: with Seth Rogen. I
3: I feel like we need to give a shout out to Russ Faga, who was the cab driver in Inception. Shout out.
4: How about that? Right. How about Cillian Murphy though? We, we've kind of mentioned Oppenheimer coming out, another Christopher Nolan flick this summer. I mean, Cillian Thomas didn't have Shelby. a huge role, but he's like a Nolan him and Michael Caine. you got to have him in there, right? I mean, how epic.
0: Mr. Thomas Shelby himself.
4: What about Marion Cotliard? You know, not enough respect on her name. <laughs>
0: Anyone? All, all I can think of <laughs> is Kevin Malone line from the office. So
4: <laughs> Shout out. On trivia
0: night. So, <laughs> look I it up it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with my number one here uh it's already been said i think at least on one list um i'm gonna go with the revenant uh 2015 movie gross 533 million at the box office based on uh a story about from 1923 about hugh glass who was a uh an explorer, uh, he gets mauled by a bear and left left for dead by his own hunting team. Um, Leo said this is 30 to 40 of the most difficult scenes that he's ever been asked to do. I mean, he was in and out of uh, frozen rivers, sleeping in animal carcasses, like just a real challenge to film. Uh, they talked about the fact that they would film in sub- such obscure locations, man. They would spend so much time getting down to these locations, like 40% of the time was spent like just traveling to the location and not actually shooting the movie. And so, um, so man, I just love the movie. Like I feel like the, you know, it's, it's, it's a masterpiece. Like you, uh, it's so beautiful. The landscape, all that, the, the storyline itself, even though there's not a lot of dialogue, that's not usually my thing. Uh, I don't, I don't really love movies like that, but, um, but I love this one. and, um my kids love it. Actually, we watched it and you know they they just they they love it. We we watch it anytime it happens to be on. Uh also um Samuel L. Jackson, Christian Bale, Sean Penn were all slated to play, play this role, but all uh did not obviously did not end up uh playing that character and so Leo crushed it in this movie for me and it's number 1 on my list.
4: How about that? I mean, I could see Bale in it. I don't want to see him in it because sure. I'm a Leo guy. I love Bale, um, but I could have seen him do that. I, I don't know about Samuel, Sean Penn, Spicoli. Right. Are you just going to yeah. throw him in there?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I Sean Penn, come on.
4: Right. But what I do have a question though, is I think Leo was kidding himself. You know, he's like, I've never been in a frozen river or a dead carcass before. You are in the Titanic 20 years prior. I don't, I don't know what he was Ooh. thinking, but
1: yeah. Shout, shout out. Yeah. yeah. They also said they filmed this movie in sequence. So like, you know, as a, as the movie goes, they filmed it that way too, which is kind of wild to think about. Um, so, man, it was just a great flick for me. I, I love it.
4: Great flick. Can you do a Tom Hardy impression from it?
1: No, I cannot. Can
4: you do a Tom Hardy Bane impression? No. <laughs> okay. I don't
1: have one of those for you. <laughs> Hank does, though.
4: Spoilers will be enjoyed.
1: <laughs>
4: Hank, what you got? <laughs>
1: It we'll doesn't come matter back.
0: who. It doesn't matter who. Uh, all that matters is our plan. <laughs> no one uh, cared who I was until I put on the mask.
4: <laughs> there you go, Todd. You could have done that, but but thank you, Hank. Good stuff. All right, Colin. So what what you here? what you got at number one, buddy?
2: All right, closing this out. I am going with Catch Me If You Can. Um, phenomenal movie. It is one of those <clears throat> that, you know, we we describe as, you know, you're watching it if it's on, regardless of the circumstances. Uh, I think Leo and Hanks together are great in this movie. I I didn't include it on my Hanks list um, because I felt like, a, you know, he just wasn't obviously the main character. But Leo's great in this. I mean, lawyer. Dr. Pilot. I mean, what is he not? So catch me if you can. Number one
4: How about that airheads coming in at number one on the Leonardo DiCaprio list. Substitute hey, shore. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Pauly shore coming to Liberty, South Carolina in September. Uh, love that Kevin over here <laughs> yawning had a heck of a time tonight. Love that. Well guys, we did it. We, we went from five to one top five Leo flicks. What I want to know is what was on your cutting room floor and, uh, I'll start with Kevin actually, since you didn't rank tonight. Are there any that are more obscure that we didn't talk about tonight, Kev? From you.
3: No, I would have I think the only thing Hank mentioned it, the only one that would have made my list that no one else ranked was Gangs of New York. I remember really enjoying that movie. And I think it came around in that little sweet spot that Todd was seeing Leo movies at the time. Um I, I just really enjoyed those those types of movies back then and still do. Um, so that would have been the only one that you guys didn't mention.
4: So, so I flirted with blood diamond um, that came out around the same time as like the departed um, also shutter Island, very long, I'm very flirty. dark, very strange, but yeah. him and Mark Ruffalo together. Talk about a couple of heartthrobs, right? Colin.
2: There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you hit it on that one though. It was just way too long it just it's kind it of crazy
4: out. right like that's and michelle
0: williams was really weird in that so. yeah
4: i mean i like my michelle williams from from dawson's creek um but you I know was a jelly potter you always were uh you know my whole thing though is uh i like my leonardo DiCaprio movies like i like my baseball games really long really boring no rules You don't have to wear shirts, Uh, so I like my baseball. Hank, what you got on your cutting room floor, buddy?
0: Kevin mentioned it right there uh, with gangs in New York, and I really struggled putting that one in there. But I think the only thing that kept that one out of it for me was the fact that Daniel Day Lewis was what made that movie. I mean, Daniel Day Lewis was the man, and I think he did
3: that year for best actor, didn't
0: he? And I think that was the best
3: movie winner that year, if I'm not mistaken.
0: It was, and he – I mean, he hit it out of the park with that role. I mean, it was – Bill the Butcher was just a phenomenal character. And, I mean, if Leo and Daniel Day did a movie today, I think Leo could hang with him because Daniel Day, a lot of people consider him one of the greatest actors, if not the greatest. But 2002, Leo was not going to hang with Daniel Day. I mean, Daniel Day was the man. He was in his prime. Um, Christian mentioned Shutter Island, too long but one that I think it gets kind of lost the Tarantino flick once upon a time in Hollywood. And the reason I didn't yeah. include it in my, the one reason I didn't include it in my list, the same reason I didn't include gangs of New York, Leo did still the show in that one. Brad Pitt was the man in that movie. And it would probably go in my top five. Brad Pitt list, to be honest.
4: But you have to admit uh, when Leo got the flamethrower, that was pretty bad arse.
0: That was pretty awesome. That's
4: a I Tarantino close it right there. That that's what he does. Uh, Todd, Colin, any any of those on your list, or any others? I'll so keep I it. put
1: the only other one I saw. I put uh, Gilbert Grape. Oh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah,
4: yeah. How about that? Nineteen ninety three. It's just sweet, that kind of iconic, spot. right?
1: Like a cult, like a cult classic.
4: Old Arnie, Arnie Grape.
2: Yeah. Jay Edgar and Django were were next to out. There it
4: is. There you go. Surprising it yeah. didn't make the top 5, but you know, also surprising for Colin's list being the heartthrob he is, Romeo and Juliet and uh, The Basketball Diaries didn't make anybody's. Go back and watch that one from 95 if you haven't seen that. It's a classic. Couple that, you know, didn't make lists, uh The Beach, The Man in the Iron Mask, The Aviator from 04, nobody mentioned that one.
1: I saw but- it at number 1 on a list.
4: the the aviator really yeah Yeah. he played howard hughes absolutely um did anybody see don't look up the netflix movie from with jennifer lawrence and uh jonah hill like the end of the world movie back in like the last scene on on
0: youtube i I, I didn't like
4: it i mean i love leo but like when he starts making direct to netflix movies i don't know i kind of kind of question those but Hey, guys, you know what? We had fun tonight. We can't say thank you enough to our hashtag friend of the pod, Hank Bates. Uh, Hank, we hope you had a great time tonight. I know we did. And, uh, man, we'd love to have you back on the pod anytime, man. Love it, man.
0: This was great. Thanks for having me on, guys.
3: Yeah, you are definitely a friend of the pod, and we'll – Love to to get you back on at some point in time. So you just let us know when you want to swing on by. I'm sure Todd would appreciate you giving him a break on the halftime hot seat once again.
1: <laughs> Anytime, man. Hey, love
0: it. Bring it on, man. I love the hot seat.
3: Yep. Hey, Christian, appreciate you hosting tonight, man. Appreciate yes, all the listeners out there. Find us, the Power 5 Pod, all the social media, all the things, the power 5 at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you want us to rank, and we can't wait to do it again next week. So until then, say goodnight, Kevin. I'd be giggling, man. Ah. just when you're in the bedroom and in the dark.
4: <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Boom.
3: Look at that. You're already a genius. I didn't even right. know that you could do that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That way it saves know. us time in the front end since we're gonna Look start about brilliant 10 minutes late. You are. Look at I'm you. I'm brill. Um, so guys,
1: Brilo oh, really
4: Pat. <laughs> so tonight, the looking a little
1: disheveled there. Like, you good you been in the sauce or what hey son listen just finished up
3: some chipotle had that a little, explains it that flag football t-ball tonight you know
0: holy shnikes